Hey everybody, welcome back to Not Just Sunday. We got a brand new episode for you today, and we got some special guests. We have all ladies in the studio, except for myself, Robbie. Um, but yeah, with that being said, let's get right into it. Right, well, let's see who we have today. We have everybody's favorite female youth staff lady. I don't know. What, what was your position? I don't know. I guess I could be like the director of fun. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> okay, so the director of fun, Catherine Reeves. Yes. Yeah, so it's exciting. I got Catherine today. But we also have two students in the studio, and we have... Um, Zoe Roberts, Sarah Williams. Fantastic, man. We're excited to have you two today. Uh, you guys actually reached out to us uh, via the Instagram. Um, I don't know who did that, but uh, one of you did and uh, said that you guys would love to be on the show as you guys are longtime listeners. You never missed an episode, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so we're so thankful to have you guys. But uh, before we dive into what you guys kind of wanted to talk about, uh, let's just get to kind of know the two of you. So uh, Zoe, tell us a little bit about you, what grade you're in, school, what you like, that type of stuff. Um, so I'm in 11th grade and I am at Veritas Classical Schools. It's a little school at Southside that not many people know about. Um, an interesting fact about me, I'm an acting MD in Ignition right now, the middle school ministry. Um, that's what a lot of my days are spent doing. Sarah? Um, I'm a senior at Veterans High School and um, I really like math. It's probably the weirdest thing about me. And yeah, math is really fun. <laughs> All right, math. That's awesome. An MD. So uh, for those that don't know what an MD is, that is a music director, yes. correct, Zoe? Yeah. Yes. And so how long have you been uh, playing, like, in the middle school band? Um, I've been playing for probably about two and a half years, but I've been playing the piano for 11 now, almost 12. All right. Wow. How old are you? 16. Okay. That's awesome. been playing a long time. <laughs> I missed out with my daughter. She's five already. Like, she can't be like Zoe. <laughs> She likes Zoe, but she can't be Zoe. And then math. So you love all things math, Sarah Kate. So are you wanting to be like an engineer? No. No. <laughs> I don't like engineering. Engineering is weird. All right. <laughs> so what do you, what do you, do you want to do anything with math? No. Oh, you just love math? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You do, do you just like solve math problems for fun? No, but I like doing math and AP calculus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing we don't have in common because I am not a math person. Are you, Catherine? No. Actually, fun fact about me is I have only need, I only needed one math class to complete like my um, basically degree plan, and I waited till my senior year, which is this pat like this year right now. Not I waited a good till idea. this year to do math. Oh. So I haven't been in high school in like four years, so I don't know anything about math. Luckily, my dad was super nice and like helped me out a lot. Because I would have not passed. Like, it was, like, the bare minimum basic math, but I had no idea what was going on. You just can't wait that long to take your math class. Yeah, so I'm the complete opposite of Catherine. I entered college in the fall of 09, and I went to GMC, which is on the quarter system. So I took one math class the first quarter, and I took another one second quarter, and I never took math again. So fall of 2009, December, that's when I finished my last math class, and I've never looked back, and... I definitely cannot do college-level algebra and all that stuff anymore. 
But guess what? I'm still here. But make sure you guys still do your math because some of you need to. Some of you will be engineers, and we need you. We need we need people like Sarah Kate. We need people who Sarah, can you do just math. Got like a math workbook by your bed, like just roll over. <laughs> Uh, I'm not good at math, but uh, yeah, so it's good to have both of you in the studio. So uh, today, you guys kind of want to talk about, you know, uh, I know uh, it's been mentioned before, but we never like kind of deep dived on this, but we've kind of talked about the subject of that uh, camp high, um, you know, where you you experience something, you've learned a bunch of stuff, it, it could be at an event that you've attended through the church, or maybe it's you you went somewhere like Snowbird, or you went to Big Stuff Passion, Camp Anderson, w- whatever, something like that, and uh, you come back from that, and you're, you're just like, you have all this new information in your head and everything, and you're like, I'm going to change the way I do things, if that's my quiet times, I'm going to start doing them, or I'm just going to start living for God, but what we tend to see and why we call it that camp high is because it, it tends to go away usually after that that last, you know, after like the first week back. And uh, you two wanted to talk about that and, and, and how not to let that happen. So enough of me kind of breaking that down. Share with us uh, what that looked like in your own life. So whoever would like to go first, you know, break it down for us. Um, well, I've been to a lot of the camps that the church does. I've been to Big Stuff from middle school. And I, the week that I was there, it was really good. I was able to dive into the Bible. But as soon as I got home, I stopped because I wasn't in that constant environment. And the same thing happened with Snowbird over the years. And then this past year, when I went to Passion, I had a really good time. And I was around all these godly people. You're surrounded by this environment that is just church. And you have no other outside experiences. You have nothing that will take you away from your time with him. And that was one thing that I de- dedicated myself to was to continue that through throughout my time afterwards. And it's probably one of the hardest things to do to start is getting into that devotional and reading your Bible because, I mean, it takes 30 days to make a habit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, you would say this year going to Passion Camp, well, past summer is – was that really like the first time that that camp high, you didn't just let it be the camp high, like you actually came back and you made the habit, right? Yeah. So what do you think really changed from last summer from all the previous other events that you've ever been at or, or done? Um, I think it's having an accountability partner, just having someone who's there with you, being able to share your journey with God. Because I've had, I've been able to talk to Zoe about it and some other people from my small group that who are on the same path as me and want to have that experience with me and just wanting to be with those people. And yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And I believe, didn't you start a Bible study this, this like I did. school year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that, that's probably added a whole new accountability, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really cool uh, that you were able to do that. Um, but yeah, that, that's a huge thing because uh, even when I was in, and middle school and high school, it's so easy to come back from these things, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to change things, but it's like you said, it takes time, it takes effort, and then actually putting it and being determined and putting it into practice and to make it happen, and it's cool to see um, that you did that last year, but what's really cool, uh, I think Catherine can attest to this, is that, you know, Sarah Kate's not the only person that we're aware of that did that. We, uh, You had uh, Taylor uh, Sagesser uh, on a couple weeks ago. Like, I believe that wasn't she one of those people who also kind of came back from camp and also did that. I mean, that, yeah. that's really neat. <laughs> so, uh, Zoe, what, what would you like to add to this conversation? 
Um, anyway, like talking about personal experience, um, one thing that I think is really tough about the camp high, especially for me, is I'm a person that really doesn't like change, but I do really like new beginnings and like being in new places, travel, stuff kind of like that. And I think the reason camp high is like you feel like so close with God and you feel like you have this brand new start to life whenever you're at camp is because you're not just like in, you're not just around new people and you're not just like getting in the word more, which you are and it's an amazing thing, but you're also like, you're going to be somewhere like you're somewhere deep in the woods or you're on a beach. Like you're somewhere that you're not used to. And I think sometimes you have this vision of your life like, oh, my life's going to be new. I'm in this new place. I'm with these new people that I've met. I'm around like my best friends all the time. And I think the reason that Camp High, at least for me, um, can fade really quickly sometimes is because you get home and you're back to your normal life and you have all your schoolwork again and all your duties and your chores and all these things kind of piling up at the same time. And you kind of just miss that feeling that you had at camp. Um, and it's a lot harder to stay in your word and be doing devotionals when you don't have, like, all that extra time like you kind of did. Yeah. Um, but one thing that really helped me this year and probably last year um, the most from camp was going into camp, I set this realistic expectation. Like, I'm going to be in my word probably way more hours than I am at home usually at camp. But I was going to set the expectation of I'm going to try to keep – what I'm doing very similar at camp to what I'm doing at home already. Yeah. So I'm not going to like go all in and be in my word for like hours in a day. And um, just like really going, I don't know, it's hard to explain because you really like camp is an amazing place to, um, you know, pray more, be in your word more and definitely learn more. And it's a great place to do it. But coming in with the expectation that you're not going to be able to do that yeah. to the same degree of when you have a whole week to do it to when you get home, I think that really helps. Yeah, because, you know, like you said in the beginning, like camp is different than home. Mm -hmm. You have way less distractions. You have way less busyness. Um, You know, you don't have the homework. You don't have the school. You don't have mom and dad saying we have to do this or that. You don't have the job. So it's so much easier to get away from all these other things. So you can hyper-focus on this one thing, Mm -hmm. reading your Bible, praying, and just, you know, you're going to listen to two messages a day and then you're having small groups. So yeah, like you, you just have all this attentiveness to this one thing, but when you get home, you have all these distractions. So, uh, it's cool because I like what you said, you know, you didn't want to have an unrealistic expectation when you got home, you wanted to set some realistic type standards. And I think that's huge. I mean that just in hor- uh, habit forming in general, you know, you can't say, I'm going to do all this at once. Like you have to bite it off in chunks. You have to do small pieces. So like saying, I'm going to, you know, read a whole book of the Bible a day. That's, that's really unrealistic. You know, you could do it in some books, but have fun when you're trying to read all, you know, I'm going to read all the Psalms today. Like, I mean, you can do it, but are you going to learn anything? And then is that really maintainable? Not, not really. Um, So yeah, having like realistic expectations, that's huge. And so that's really cool. So what I'd like to ask the both of you is, all right, so you two, you you, you have found that balance um, from, from you know, uh, Zoe, would you say last year too was kind of a, a big time for you to kind of get over that as well? Yeah, I think last year was the first year that I came into it with the expectation of I'm not going to be able to come home and listen to two sermons a day by like people like Louis Giglio or like yeah. I'm not going to have these people in my house, you know, talking to me every day. Um, and really setting expectations last year really helped me come out of it, which is, like, I saw this camp high, and, like, it really lit my fire and helped me go, but, um, not, 
coming home and thinking that, you know, like you're saying, I'm going to read all these books of the Bible every single day and I'm yeah. going to have like this perfect life and no distractions. Um, staying the expectations really helped for being able to actually get closer with God by not adding so much on my plate every day and expecting like that kind of um, perfection for myself. So what would be your best advice uh, to someone who's probably been to some camps over the years? Maybe they've tried and failed. Um, I mean, obviously, we know the realistic expectation. You keep mm-hmm. saying that, but, like, what would you be your advice? Uh, that wasn't a diss on what you're saying. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, let's break that down uh, another tier. Like, what would your advice be to the ninth grader or the sixth grader? But, you know, we got middle school camp, ignition camp coming up, and we, you know, passion camp is full. We're trying to get more spots. But, like, how to – what kind of expectations would you recommend maybe that the students that they would form so that what happens there doesn't just stay there? My number one thing right now is just camp can get really loud. Um, yes. And it can be a lot while you're there. And it's um, you can really feel the Holy Spirit moving in there. There's just so many people and there's so many different things going on at the same time. But just understanding that that's how it is at camp. But sitting in that big room full of people and not being focused on the room, and just closing your eyes, and it's it's kind of a strange thing that I do when I'm at camp, but I imagine that I am, like, standing on an island by myself, and it's just me and God on this island. Like, I'm in this huge room full of distractions, and people, and things that are going on, but just sitting in that silence, and letting God speak to you through music, a sermon, whatever, um, carrying that from camp home, and being able to just sit in your room by yourself, but have the same experience with just, like me, I like to play my piano by myself, so instead of having this music from huge band and then being able to do it at home, like kind of being able to make those the same thing yeah. is probably the best advice I have. I really like that, what she said. You said that, you know, getting it into this mindset of, it, you know, instead of a passion camp where you're in a room of four or 5,000 people, like it's just me and God and, you know, really intimate. Like that's, I've, I've, I don't know if I've ever done that, but like, that's something I'm definitely going to try this summer. Like, I think that's a really good idea of just yeah. having that moment. That's good. Especially because at fashion camp, there is so many distractions. Yes. Sometimes you got Squad middle schoolers wars. going up three steps mm-hmm. of st- uh, uh, stairs, just like slamming their feet oh down while somebody's trying to talk. Yeah. Little yeah. things like that, you know? Yeah. Louis got a little upset last year. Never <laughs> seen him get upset before. Yes. Oh, uh, that gets on my nerves. <laughs> After yeah. every word Everything. Said. Uh, could you just hold your applause until I finish my <laughs> prayer? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, same question, Sarah. What would you say, same thing, just, you know, you you had some success last year. Obviously, it's paid some huge dividends into this school year. Um, this is also your senior year. This is the last time you get to do something with student ministry. So sad. Um, but uh, what would your advice be to that underclassman, middle schooler, high school, whoever that may be, uh, to help them not get stuck in that rut, to not fall into the same things that you had fallen into previously? Um, well, my ninth grade year, I wasn't really involved within my small group. It was just I was there, and I was listening to what everyone else was saying and kind of just in my own world not paying attention. And I feel like that's the one thing that you need to do is make sure you're involved within those people because they're just like you. They want to be with the Lord. They want to be there. And I've we may not get along sometimes, but that that's okay. You're still there for one purpose, one purpose only. And I think having that, that those people with you, having the same mindset, yeah, having those accountability partners, because that's one thing that has really helped me is like, if someone else is doing something, then I'm going to do it too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's can be a good thing and a bad thing. <laughs> but it's just having those group of people setting like a schedule of what you're going to read is probably one of the most important things because it 
makes you reliable and it, you're depending on other people to like d- t- discuss it and talk about how it matters to you and how it matters to other people, like the different interpretations that other people can have. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. So you're saying to, to depend, dive into your small group. That's a huge asset that if you're in any of our student ministries across any of our campuses, that's, that's I always say for Clyde, and I think it's true for everything, that's the bread and butter. Because like it's what happens on stage is very important, but what happens in small groups is even more important because that's where you have the chance to break down and, and digest and really, like you said, see what other people, like what they got out of it, and you can see a different point of view and what they interpreted type thing and, and where, you know, maybe someone kind of missed the mark, but that's where you have a safe a safe place where you can talk about that and you have a small group leader helping guide that. So no, that's huge. Um, you know, that, that doesn't just apply at camp that applies in, in, anywhere. In, like I said, in our student ministries. So that's really cool. And then I liked what you also said, you know, you talked about setting up like a plan. So, you know, not just jumping in your Bible, but like actually maybe having a plan of this is what we're going to read. Cause I'm assuming this is probably more aimed towards like the Bible study you do, yeah. but like you, you come down and you're breaking that down. And that, that, that's also very smart. And I know that, there's some other, like, again, for high schoolers, I know, like, Josh Cardi, he has a, a big group of guys that come to his house once a week, and they do a Bible study and stuff. So, I mean, very cool to see that we got some awesome, I mean, we're full of awesome students, but yeah. to see that you guys are both uh, doing these things independently has nothing to do with us. That's really cool. Plus, I feel like, you know, it's tough because when you come home from camp because you're not going to wake up and go to morning session and be, like, super awesome and exciting. Mm-hmm. But I think when you get home, you have to create that habit of, like, I'm going to wake up and do my quiet time or I'm going to do it later on at night, like when we go to night session. So keeping that kind of schedule after you come home from camp and then accountability is huge. Like I know for me, like in high school, like having my friends who like when we went to church camp together and we came home, we were still on like that topic. Like I was talking about prime life was a big stuff. And like, that's something that's always stuck with me, but we came home and it was like, how am I going to live the prime life? Like, it's just like a very like monumental thing in my life that changed things that it was like one of those things where I'm like, I'm not going to like stop. Like camp high is not going to be a thing that ends for me. Like I'm going to keep it and it's going to become genuine faith instead. Yeah, that's really good. And Catherine, you've like, you, you cause prime life, what you were like a junior. Yeah. Senior? It was like 2017. Yeah. 2016. Yeah. I remember, I remember that I was a leader. Um, Micah and Sam, they were in high school. I remember that, but no, that's cool. Like you can even think back to your experiences until like a camp that where, you know, some of that changed for you. Um, and what's really cool about Catherine is she's experienced all of the camps and this summer she gets to go to all the camps. <gasps> what? Oh no. Did I tell you that online? Oh yeah. Yeah. You're going I to, get to go to Passion You get camp. to go to Passion <gasps> Camp. <laughs> you guys are hearing it first. Are you serious? You're not joking. I'm not you? joking. Oh my oh. gosh. Spilt the beans. I'm so excited. Everybody but you, everybody but you knew you were going to Passion <laughs> Camp. So, I had, y'all, I had no idea. So I'm really excited. Jim knew. I'm about to your go mom, write it down mom, on my calendar. Your mom knew. <laughs> Catherine's van is the best van. Uh, yes. And the messiest van. You want to be in my van. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. I thought that'd be kind of fun <laughs> to do, you know, on the podcast. Let Catherine know she is going to go to camp because I've been pulling her leg, not <laughs> telling her, but she's been a part of the count the entire time. Are you serious? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. But, uh, yeah, that's some good stuff about camps. Um, I always like to do this, especially with our older students. And, Zoe, you're, you're, you're older as well, so we can learn some things. But uh, especially Sarah Kate, but, you know, kind of to end here. But what would your be your advice? You know, we just talked about the, the Camp High, but, like, your overall experience, both of you have gone through our middle school programs, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, you're both in high school. You're both upperclassmen. 
like I said, Sarah Kate, so sad. She she is graduating. We're thankful for that. Um, but uh, you know, she she will be leaving us after the summer. And then we got Zoe. She'll be a senior uh, coming in August. But with that being said, what is some advice? Um, something that you would like to just share again with the, the, the people younger than you, something that you wish maybe you, you grasped earlier or something that you just, you wish you had, you just knew that prior. So what, what's something like that, if that makes sense? Um, well, I was really shy. So it's just like not being afraid to be vulnerable with those people in your small group. Cause I'm more close to people in my school, but yeah. it's, it's, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's small group for a reason. And it's just becoming friends with those kind of people. Cause that's the one place that you're going to get it. Absolutely. And the sooner you do that, the more benefit you'll get out of that small group because like that's that's huge because if you're just showing up and you're just listening like you said you used to, you're not getting anything. You, you're learning, but you're not putting yourself out there. You're not going to be throwing things out there and letting people chew on it and stuff. And people aren't learning from you. So, no, the absolutely small group is a huge asset. Definitely dive into that. If you're not utilizing your own small group, then you're missing a huge chunk of what we do here at Southside. What about you, Zoe? Um, I would probably have to say, similar to what Sarah Kate said, but getting plugged into some kind of service here. Um, yeah. If it's either helping in 252, like I'm an ignition um, every morning, and I've been playing at Collide pretty regularly. Um, regularly. It's all good. <laughs> um, but some of the best things that I have learned have been from – helping in a ministry and then having someone correct me. So I guess being willing to be corrected and being willing to listen to people that are might be 40 years older than you or somebody that might be four years younger than you. Um, but something that I know some of you guys know, um, Nathan Stuckey, but he talks about a lot just being willing to accept things and really have an open heart and open hands mm -hmm. um, in every aspect of your life. So yeah. Be able to listen to anybody and everybody because you can learn from anyone. Love that. That's that's really good advice. Um, I love, I, I'm a big person who pushes serving. I think that's huge. That's what's really got me where I'm at is because people ask me to do things that I didn't necessarily want to do. I got asked to do children's ministry when I was in high school, and I was like, no. And then Jim and my friend RJ were like, hey, you should do middle school ministry. And I'm like, no. But every time I did it, I fell in love with these ministries and uh, ultimately landed me in high school ministry, and I'm so thankful for that, and I, I love what I get to do. And both of you serve, correct me if I'm wrong, you, Sarah Kate, you do children's ministry? Yeah, I do March 4 or 5. Yeah, Kathleen. Uh, and then Zoe, like she said, she does the music ministry, and I always shameless plug for high school ministry. They both are on the student leadership team, and that means they also do a lot of stuff behind the scenes, uh, helping plan out things. Uh, Sarah Kate's going to actually be speaking here in uh, next month, in April, I believe. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff, but yeah, give back, serve. And, you know, if you're seventh grade and on, right, like we, you can be in children's ministry, you can do, and obviously like in middle school ministry, Jim at this campus, I can only speak for Warren Robbins cause that's where I'm at. Does a fantastic job of allowing you to do all types of cool stuff here. Um, I know the same thing, Kathleen, I know Austin has people running computers and stuff, and uh, I'm sure there's some stuff that uh, Micah has going on at Pleasant Hill as well. And so it is cool. Like there's so many opportunities to give back and that is a great way to grow. And uh, obviously it's, it helps you. And also the last thing you said, uh, Zoe was, you know, you can learn from everybody and you absolutely can. Yes. You can learn everything. And uh, Matt Walls always taught me this is that 
you can learn how and 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 how not to do things from people too. So you can take mental notes of like, if I was in charge, I would do this or I wouldn't do that. And when you keep that open minded, and you really can learn from everybody, right? Because you can be like, yeah, that didn't go so great. I wouldn't do this or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't talk to people like that or whatever. But on the other side, you can say, oh man, I love the way that person does this. Or I love the way that they have sat down and showed me how to do this. So yeah. That's that's a that's that's free info from Zoe today. That, that's free advice right there. Is you can learn from everybody absolutely, and uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Last question of the day. It's only for Sarah Kate. Sorry, Zoe. Your time will come next year. But I do ask the seniors this: What has been maybe one of you know favorite moment of student ministry? It can go all the way back to middle school. It can be high school ministry, whatever. It be funny moment, favorite moment. Just what was, could be a camp, whatever. What is what is that for you? Um. Probably ignition from my sixth grade year is the first time that I ever went there, and I don't know if any of you know Allison. She we did a Burger King contest where they blended up a whole oh, burger, <laughs> and she drank the whole thing. Like no, like mm. she didn't throw up or anything. She was just like, yeah. All right. So <laughs> to break that down for you, to put a little bit even worse visual in your mind, um, that is the Happy Meal game, and that's where. <laughs> That was probably Joe Com, right? Yep. Yeah, he was the middle school director <laughs> out there, uh, pastor. And uh, that's where they would go buy a Happy Meal that morning. So it would be like burger fries and a, a Coke. And uh, they take that, they put it in a blender, and they blended that up into some brown-looking stuff, and people would drink it. And that was Allison Ty, I'm assuming. Yep. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Stephen Ty's sister. Yeah, so... Well, it could have been worse. I've seen another nasty middle school game that doesn't get played anymore. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty that's a top tier nasty game. Yeah, things that we don't do in high school ministry because I have a terrible gag reflex. But I'm glad that stuck out to you for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> but yeah, that's core funny. memory. Core yes. memory. Uh, Catherine, you got anything else you'd like to say or add? If you would like to sit in my van at Pasture Camp, you might want to go ahead and reserve a seat now. Invite <laughs> anyone else. I want to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this year Catherine gets to clean her own van. <laughs> it, I had to take a blower to their it van. It will stay spotless oh. this year. A blower. I've never in all my years in student ministry, kids, all that, and I've driven a lot of vans or been in vans, I've never had a dirtier van in my life. We could keep it female this year. Yeah. Yes, only that would females. would be an amazing idea. I would love that. All right, we'll make it happen. You know what they say. Future the future is female. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, International What's Women's it? Day yes, was yesterday. Except when Day. they listen to this, it'll been like a oh. week ago. Uh, but anyway. Every day is International Women's Absolutely. Day. Absolutely. I oh. love my daughter. She's the best. And my <laughs> wife, of course. And I love my son, but, you know, girls. Anyway, uh, that was a weird tangent. But uh, thank you guys so much for coming out here um, for another Not Just Sunday. Thank you all. Thank you for just giving us all that free info and just hopefully some listeners today, you know, go back, take some notes, listen to what they said, because that is something that troubles students year after years is the camp high coming back and not doing anything with what they learned or trying to, but falling back into old habits. So uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week.